Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfeder. I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. rabbi. The prophet Yoav lived at a time during which a great swarm of locusts was coming from the north and was going to attack the crops and the land of the Jewish people. He was endowed with a particular vision that allowed him to understand the reason why these locusts were coming and also to understand whether and how this crisis could be averted. Within an inevitability, he could see a possibility, options, possible futures, variables. He knew and he told his people that if they were to repent, then the swarm of locusts could be diverted into a desolate place where they would not be able to cause any damage to the fertile crops of the land of Israel. The ability to see what's hidden, the ability to see complexity in simplicity is rewarded because it is rare. So when Yosef interprets Pharaoh's dreams and anticipates a future that will not only include years of plenty, but also include years of famine, he is lauded. He is elevated to a position of power and authority and responsibility. And he's given the name Tzafnat Fa'aneach, the one who's able to break the code, who can interpret that which is hidden, to interpret that which is encrypted. And though this may well be and only be a gift of prophecy, it might also be a skill and a talent that people can develop, whereas a person can empty themselves and stand silent and behold a reality in front of them, whether physically or temporally, and wait for its complexity and its dynamicism to emerge. People speak this way about the challenge of sitting before a painting that on the surface seems very simple. But upon beholding that painting or that work of art in a state of emptiness and openness, then something else can emerge. To do so, the beholder would want to know that the thing that they are beholding is something that is complex. We tend to do this with artists to whom we can accurately attribute some talent and vision and depth of their own. But it's also a skill that we can develop that will allow us to effectively behold something that is worth beholding. And the same is true in reverse. Such a person of talent and of vision can also behold a situation that seems fine. And yet, there's reason to believe that there's a dangerous element hidden there, lurking, unpronounced, camouflaged perhaps, against a background of a desired future, or an anticipated future, 
or a situation, a reality, a relationship that a person is invested in seeing with rose-colored glasses and therefore any kind of shade, any kind of contrast, any other object or possibility that is contained within that situation or relationship is so hidden that it's nearly impossible for a person who doesn't wish to see it to see it. In fact, it can even be nearly impossible for a person who does wish to see it to see it. Only after developing this talent, this skill, the patience, the insistence, the clarity, the keen eye, only once those capacities are developed can the contrast and the trouble, as it were, emerge from within its state of hiddenness and camouflage and be seen and be dealt with. And this is even more difficult when the object being observed or the relationship or the interaction or the person or the motives that are being observed when they are or at least are supposed to be or are proclaimed to be or we have every reason to believe are good and benevolent and positive. When a kindness is being rendered, it is difficult to see that there's anything but kindness there. If we know this person and we love them and we trust them and they're acting kindly toward us, there's very little foothold. There's very little to hold onto that will allow us to see that there might be something other happening here. And it is even more difficult if this kind and benevolent person that is offering us this kindness and this goodness and this favor and this gift is a person whom we not only trust, but a person we have absolute reason to believe is very refined. What if this person is a tzaddik? What if this person is a righteous person? What if this is a person who is enlightened? The Gemara that we're studying includes a story that calls our attention to this dangerous and troubling phenomenon. And it's about Abaye. Abaye was one of the two greatest sages of his generation. One day, he saw a young man and a young woman talking. And the man said to the woman, I'll meet you at the forest tomorrow and we'll walk together. And Abaye suspected that they were planning a sexual rendezvous of some kind. And he committed that he would follow them and he would break up this tryst before it happened. He followed them in the woods. At the very end of their travels, they reached the end of the forest. And one of them said to the other, that was a long walk. It's so nice to have company. And the other one said, yeah, I agree. I'll see you tomorrow. And they went on their way. And Abai was devastated. He went back to the academy and he said, oi, this is what happened. Which, by the way, is precious that Abaye is telling us about his own struggles. That Abaye is telling us just how these kinds of suspicions can be set even the most refined of people. And he said, if that were me, I know what I would have done. And realizing the difficulty, the challenge, the trap, the danger, realizing how the Yitzhahara can be set and can fixate upon even the most refined of people, realizing that it was in fact his own shadow speaking, 
and had little or nothing to do with these young friends. He was devastated. He hung his head on the door of the Beit Midrash until an elder came along and said, Don't worry, Abaye. The greater the person, the greater the Yetzer. All these words could have done is offer some amount of comfort and perspective to Abaye, lest he think that he's nothing, that he's not at all refined, that all the work that he's done has been for naught. But what it can't do is protect us from the fact that, in fact, the last vestige and perhaps the most dangerous superpower of the Yetzirah, giving it its seventh name, is that it can be so hidden and it can hide anywhere. It is Tzfuni. It is hidden. And so we will need someone with the power of Yosef, Tzafnat Fa'aneach, someone who can break the code. We will need someone with the power of Yoel, who can look into a future and see the message that it's telling us. But note that Yoav's vision isn't just that which can interpret and realize an explanation for what is happening. It is also capable of seeing options, of seeing possibilities, of seeing that this swarm of locusts can be diverted. There's something we can do. Here too, the one who can see, can see hope, can see possibility where it might appear that there is no other possibility except the decimation that a swarm of locusts might bring. And how does one develop such a skill and such a capacity? One waits. We know that the name Esther refers to hiddenness and to the hiddenness of God, as it were. And though there is a difference between the word Nistar, hidden, and the word Tzafun, hidden, they obviously have a lot in common. Rabbi Nachman writes about the hiddenness of God, that when God is hidden from you, it's very difficult to find God in that situation, but it's possible as long as you know that God is hidden from you. But when God is doubly hidden, when the hiddenness of God is itself hidden, which he describes as a situation in which a person genuinely believes that they're seeing everything they need to see in a particular situation. They're not blind to anything. There are no blind spots. At that point, says Rabbi Nachman, very logically, it is very difficult to find God because you don't know that you're looking. But he says there are people like Mordechai who is endowed with the gift of finding the hidden. And the way that he does it is through persistent presence. Mordechai develops a capacity to intuit or to sniff out that there are places and situations in which God is doubly hidden. And of course, he can't know and no one can know exactly how God is manifesting in that place. But by remaining there, by remaining present at the gate, as it were, at the place beyond which I get a sense that there's something happening here that I can't see, 
and I will stand here. I will persist. I will sit. I will stay open. I will remain at the gate. Such a person can eventually hope that whatever it is that is hidden there will eventually reveal itself. And we too, says Rabbi Nachman, can or really must develop this skill for our own worlds. We also have to develop the capacity to sit or stand or wait at the gates where something is happening and we don't know what it is until eventually it reveals itself. Eventually we become like trackers following the trail of the Sahara, noticing patterns, subtle, keeping track over time, noting and waiting patiently until a more complete picture emerges. But clearly, such a person cannot simply look out onto a forest or field and say, well, no game here, nothing to be had, I'll move on. Such a person walks quietly, they look around, they use all their senses, they use their intuition, they learn until eventually a more complete picture emerges and they can see those contrasts and they can see what in fact is present. They can see that to which they had been blind until now. And with that, they can see possibilities where just previously, no possibilities seemed to exist, only inevitabilities. May Hashem bless us to really know ourselves, to have the courage to observe our own patterns, to know with clarity and confidence that something is lurking. We're not yet there. We are quite likely, if not absolutely factually infiltrated by something that's not hoping for the best for us. It's not presenting as an ally. It only wants to usurp the power and the energy that we have and to divert those for reasons that are not ambitions that we share and are not part of the positive vision of the future that we have. May we be blessed with the patience, the openness, the cleverness, intuition, and humility that all will work together to give us the capacity to master the dance and walk confidently towards a future without walking into an ambush. I mean...